0: Log Talk Radio
1: We'll
2: brothers, there's far too many
1: of you dying, you know we've got to find a way to bring some And love can come to You know we've got to
0: find a way To bring some love and kids here today Oh,
1: oh, oh. Pick it black and pick it back Don't punish me with brutality Talk to me so you
3: It's Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on YAT Radio, leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence through history. Being brought to you by the United Theological Seminary and Bible College, Baton Rouge, Louisiana.
4: Good evening. Good evening. And God bless each and every one this uh, evening, or this rainy evening here in Baton Rouge. God bless each and every one of you guys. Uh, we it come today, and as we start off, uh, I must also ask that you pray pray for those uh, in Ukraine. They're being bombarded uh, by Russia, and it's it's a shame that the children and 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 onborn over land. Russia want uh to re annex uh Ukraine into Russia, but the Ukrainian people are fighting for their independence. And don't get me wrong about what I'm about to say in this, this statement but thinking that it's okay for what Russia's is doing. But I'm reflecting on what happened to those who came from Haiti and those who came from other places, mainly Haiti, how they were turned around. But now the gates are open because they're from a European nation or country. And I think that, that, that we should really, really check ourselves and find out exactly what's going on with us. I see that this, I call it atrocity what, what Russia's doing is so wrong, but at the same time, America and Europe does not treat everyone the same. We've seen the people of Haiti being shit out of everything. They were not allowed like others to to just wait at the border and file to come into America. They were sent back and sent to other countries that they did not live. The majority were not sent back to Haiti. They sent them to other countries. In essence, find your way back. And so I'm hurt. The way that the Haitians and people of color are being treated and then people of European descent, it's a whole different thing. But now I'm reminded also of the fact ever so often what occurred by different news commentators from different nations, what they made statements that were so racist. Uh, they made statements that will make you well aware that racism is all over the globe, that it's innate and it is innate in Europeans and others. Now, don't get me wrong again. I, I don't want to bundle everybody in the same bundle and say all Europeans or Caucasians are racist. But the one commentator from a country made the statement that they should be, this is at the beginning, they should be helping the Ukrainians because they look like them. And I'm going like, wait a minute, you saying that they're white. The next one said, the next one, there was three. The next one said that the people were civilized people. In other words, they were calling us some other nation, and you 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 can read between the lines talking about Africa, and Africa is a really a civilized a, a nation or country, but they said civilized, uh, they're civilized people. Uh, and to 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 show you what I mean about what they what they're doing is, on television they don't show the large cities in Africa; they only show you. Uh, some villages, uh, uh, people living in the bush. And that's what they're trying to use that as being uncivilized. But I beg to differ what being civilized means. If Russia is civilized, if different countries, even this country we live in, is civilized, we wouldn't have bombed Iran and killed, I mean Iraq, and killed all those people over there saying they had weapons of mass destruction, that's uncivilized when millions of people almost died. And the things that's going the atrocities that's going on now, that's uncivilized. So it's not that people look like you are from Europe like you that make you civilized. Not a civilized person will not come to a country that was did with the Native Americans and take their land. Not a civilized country would go and kidnap people and work them for, four, for over 400 years to build the most powerful nation in the world and never paid reparations. That's savages. That's not a civilized nation. And then the other one that I said, this is not a third-world country. They're not civilized people. They look like these, these three different ones. This is what they were saying on television until – they were put in check by the United States and uh, the United Kingdom, and 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 the only reason they did that that echoed so badly around the world what was being said over in that area, but that just tells you the character and the mentality of the people that Africans and African American people who are of color are dealing with in this social that been of the world today. It behooves me to say that we're not well-read people. We don't study and we don't know or what's going on. You know, they say if you don't learn about yourself, you die or you're doomed to repeat it. Because I see things that's occurring right now that uh, I'm a product. I was born in the fifties, and I see things that going on now that's in the early sixties, the late fifties, early sixties, as far as I can remember. And so, it's very appalling that this is going on, and our kids are out there killing one another, and things are reverting. I was at a doctor's appointment today, and I saw a young man on the elevator with me, and he had a Malcolm X t-shirt on And I asked him, did he know who was Malcolm X? And he said he was doing some research. And uh, a lot of people today that's not African-American don't like him, say he was violent. But if you're spitting in my face and I fight you, you're going to call me violent for fighting you. If my people are being holed down and bitten by dogs, and thrown in jail for just wanting the right to vote. But if we fight back, then we savages, and we are in the wrong. But no, the establishment is in the wrong for mistreating human beings. But 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 that is the culture that we're living in today, all around this the, 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 the globe today. When you're going into Europe and other places this is what it is. It's they really think that everything is almost Aryan. It's almost like what Hitler is uh, uh, doing with about an Aryan race, and and that's what America has come to today. But I'll be proud that. But I was talking about the Ukraine, and it, 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 it's unsettling um, to see just about the people in the Ukraine how they're dying. And like I say. I really, really sympathize with them and I even empathize because I've seen so many of our kids shut down, being then shut down by the police, then shot by the police and dying and nothing is ever done about it. And America seemed to want to send billions and billions of dollars over but can never pay reparation to those who build a country. We can send billions and billions of dollars of weapons, but yet we could watch an Africa genocide occur. People are dying through uh, different wars and things, but no one ever, ever, ever worried about Africa. And we—I'm I'm, gonna—I'll I'll start talking in a few about Africa because not much is written. The truth is not written because if the truth be told you're looking at a albino mutation of a people that came from Africa. Everyone through DNA sequence came from Africa. And this is not by uh, a black uh, uh, African or uh, uh, others who are writing books, but by even your anthropologists paleontologists and others are, are telling you these things. geneticists when they do the DNA they find out that everybody came from africa so 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 why do you hate me, and you just are offspring of me that that That's something to say when you speak to one? a uh, 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 European or whatever. Just let them know you understand that they are an offspring of you and that they are knowing more intelligent than you. I've, uh, Like I said, I, I, I've been keeping up with the things going on in Ukraine because I hate to see anyone die. I'm a Christian, and I believe in one true and living God. I truly believe that, and I believe that in this society, what's going on today, how blacks are hated, how right now um the population is shifting from Caucasian or, 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 or Europeans in America to people, not black, but people of color. I'm talking about Hispanic, Hispanic, uh, African-American, Asians, and other people of color. And now it's an all-out thing for to draw lines and to gerrymander and to block different ethnic groups from voting because I want to keep uh, keep power in America and no one could run America better than uh, a Caucasian or a white person and that's a lie. President Obama made a lie out of everybody. Well, with everyone that well, not every everybody, but everyone who had that mentality. One of the most intelligent, ingenuous presidents of all time. He and his wife were the one. Some of the two are the most educated president and first lady that that came to the White House. Very high IQ. Graduate from some of the most prestigious universities. In the country, and no scandals, no infidelities, but not much is said about them. If you would listen at some whites on 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 Facebook and other Instagram, other things, if they talk about President Obama, they would talk of you would think that he was a dummy and a savage. But in reality, President Donald. Trump was maybe the dumbest, and next to him was President Bush. And I'm just saying these things before we go on into our our history talk, because it's important that we realize this about the history talk and where we come from and learn uh, that white folk came from us. We didn't come from them. And their own scientists, like I said, uh, anthropologists, and, anthropologists and others have written about it. I, I, I read for you a snippet of something that I was reading, and, and it says: Tracing the human past in Africa, beginning 300,000 years ago, people in Africa who looked like us, the earliest anatomical modern human, also started behaving in ways that seem to be human. They had Many kinds of stone tools beginning transporting raw material up to 250 miles. They were trading, like through trade networks. By 140,000 to 120,000 years ago, people made clothing from animal skin and began to decorate themselves with pierced uh, marine shells while early Innovations appeared in patchwork fashions and more widespread shift happening around 50,000 years ago. Around the same time, people started moving from Africa to distant places like Australia. And we know about the Aboriginal people. New types of stones and bones became commonplace when people began fashioning and exchanging ostrich shell beads while most in Africa is undated and badly weathered, an increasing archive of pigments of uh, architectural sites hints to the expo- exposition of the art. What we'll caused this shift, known as the later Stone Age transition, was has been a long-standing archaeological mystery. While why would certain tools and behavior, which up until a print had appeared in piecemeal, ways across Africa suddenly become widespread? Did it have something to do with the exchange in the number of people or how they interacted? Archaeologists reconstructed human behavior in the past, mainly through things people left behind remains their meals, their tools, their ornaments, even their bodies. These records many accumulate over thousands of years, creating real daily livelihood that really average over long periods of time. However, it's hard to study ancient demographics of how people, population change, and archaeological records. This is... This is where DNA comes in, and this is very important. Now. When combined with evidence from archaeologists, linguistics, and early written history, scientists can piece together how people move and interact based on which groups share genetic similarities. Now, we come in here and show you that everyone share African genetics, no matter what continent you live on, you originated from Africa. But DNA from living from living people can tell a whole story. Africa population have been transformed over the past five thousand years by the spread of herding and farmers, the development of cities, ancient pandemics, and a ravage of colonialism and slavery. These processes caused some lineages to vanish and brought others together, forming new populations using present-day DNA to reconstruct ancient genetic landscape. It's like reading a letter that was left in the rain. Now, they say, unfortunately, DNA from Africa is particularly hard to, to rediscover. Uh, recover because they talk about the humidity but now when they start breaking these different ceilings about it they found out because each person carried genetic uh legacies inherited by generations of their ancestors and our team just said they were able to use dna from individuals who lived between 18,000 000 to 400 years ago to explore how people interacted as far back as 80,000 to 50,000 years. This allowed them for the first time to test whether demographic change played a role in the later Stone Age. Now, listen to what they're about to say. Their team sequenced DNA from six individuals buried in what are now called Tanzania, around the old guards, Maui, Africa, and Zimbabwe. We compared these sequences to previous studies of DNA from 28 individuals buried in sites judging from Cameroon to Ethiopia and to South Africa. We also generated new improved DNA data for 15 of these people trying to exact, extract as much information as possible from the small handful of ancient African individuals whose DNA is preserved well enough. This created the largest genetic data set so far to study and populate history of ancient Africa foraging people who hunted, gathered, or use They used this to find out about the DNA. Now, after finding all these things out and they begin to look at it, they say, despite separated by thousands of miles, And yes, all ancient individuals in the study were descended from the same population related to ancient and present day eastern, southern and central Africa. Everybody. The presence of Eastern Africa ancestors as for the Zimbabwe, Southern Africa, ancestors for the king indicated that the people were moving long distance thousands of years ago. We, when we looked at it, I always start off the program by telling you about Lucy. I just wanted to give you another look at what's been written. Now, they, when they, they were looking and they found what Lucy would be classified as Australopithecus, now they found this aphorensic uh fossil, skeletal uh, parts were found in Ethiopia in 1974, not simply because of her upending of her uh, uh, the understanding of this process of evolution, because they thought that she was, uh, was a homo uh or one, you know, that transition, was just in making that transition from an ape to a human because of her height. She was no more than about three foot tall, but also because she be became a household name too was because in 1974, uh, when Don Johansson and Tom Gray uh, found the skeletal remains as they were paleontologists looking for rocks, uh, and they dated it back her back to 3.2 million years ago, and she was found in and. Southern parts of Ethiopia, and if you ever pay close attention and do your study on anthropology, the study of man, they find they, they're not going to go to any place in Europe and China or South America or America. They're going to go always go to Africa because all these great so-called white scientists, anthropologists and Gender geneticists, they they know where life started. They know that they came from an African. Everyone came from a dark-skinned African. Now, there was also another group of of, uh, Caucasians who did their research and study uh, from Great Britain. His name, and he and his wife were uh, a team. His name was Louis Louis Leakey. His wife was Mary Douglas Leakey. And uh, in uh, around February the sixth, uh, he was born in nineteen thirteen. But uh, he found a fossil, a Proconsul skull, and this is uh, a little bit different from uh, right before the time of Lucy. They call it a pro-council skull, and they say it's an extinct, which is now believed to be the ancestor of humans. And she also discovered this is Mary Douglas Leakey, a robust zenzatropous skull in the O.D. guard. Now, zenzatropous means simply deals with Africa, around Tanzania, you know, Kenya, and all in those areas. That's what that dealt with the eastern parts of, of Africa. Africa, and this is where they found that now, this is talking about it. several uh, archaeological and anthropological uh, fossils or uh, uh, and different things were found of apes and humans, and they were excav- excavated from the Olduvai Gorge, and that's around Tanzania. Now, they found humans that would date back to 1.6 million years. Now, I-, I want you to understand that all of this was found in Africa. All this was found in Africa and they go back millions of years that they found people that people they, they, excavated they excavated in Africa. And now I want you to understand that outer of Africa did not come about until about the first ex- ex- they left Africa, they say it was somewhere around uh, 70. To, for, for about seventy thousand years ago, now that's when they went into what now they prevalgated call Eurasia, Asia, you know around uh, saudi arabia and, and and the holy land and iraq and in uh, and those areas there uh syria lebanon and they they call it Eurasia and uh they they went over there but uh that's when they moved out. But anyway, they, that's when they moved. that start moving out of Africa. But now the another thing that they came up is with, with DNA, and this is very important for us to. I I I've, I've always tell people when I'm teaching, or even when I'm teaching in seminary, to take notes because it's very important that we take notes. That we could understand and we could go back and read and we could go back and do our own research. Now, it's important that we understand that since DNA is so uh, prevalent today and DNA could tell you so much about things that's going to exist today, it's imperative that we learn. Now, if we would trace back the DNA and, uh, uh Matrical uh, inheritance, uh, the mitochondrial DNA, which we get from our matriarchal family, you know, the female lineage. The uh, mitochondrial DNA within ourselves, all humans have the theoretical common ancestor. We have theoretically, we have the same great, 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 great. If you take all the graves back to a thousand millions of years ago, hundreds of thousands, we came from the same person theoretically the same the common ancestor. This woman name uh, was known as mitochondria E. Now this belief she lived between one hundred to two hundred thousand years ago in South Africa and that's sub Saharan Africa, she was not the first human, but every other human lineage eventually <laughs> had no female offspring. Failing the past on the mitochondrial DNA ever result. All humans today can trace their mitochondrial DNA back to her. And that's just simply saying everyone living today can say she is their great-grandmother and she's African. Within her DNA and that of her peers exists all the genetic variation we see in contemporary humans since her time. In the past 200,000 years, everybody carried her DNA trace. Different populations of humans have drifted apart genetically forming distinct ethnic groups that we think today. But we're all, no matter if you live in China, India, no matter if you live in Russia, Great Britain, or uh, the Americas, South America, the Pacific Islanders, uh, uh, no matter where you live, you carry her DNA, and her, her DNA is in you. And uh, so when you look back uh, to those who are in Europe, you came from Africa. You're a mutation of the people, of those beautiful black people in Africa who have been downrated and Lied on and mistreated and abused, but you're looking at your ancestors who you now are berating. Now, 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 now. That was a man who died about three hundred and fifteen years before the birth of Christ. He died in South Africa. They were able to recover his remains, and they found out that this man is the closest relative yet known to humanity, to the female ancestry of mitochondria Eve, They know that this person living on the coast in southern Africa was a fisherman, but he was the closest genetic match to Eve. Now, if you want to look this up, they found around St. Helens Bay, South Africa, and the skeletal remains were found by archaeologists, and his name is... Andrew Smith and he was at the University of Cape Town. Now, you know, we talk about uh, he wasn't the first ancient human from the sub Saharan Africa or the cradle of humanity to have the DNA sequencing. They've been they've been doing these things by sequencing DNA since it came about. The DNA sequences you know, sequences, and things that could tell where you come from, and uh, even today I was just, when I was reading the you something, new information that I was studying, it was talking about the uh, the sequencing and how they could tell what different areas of person drifted from and how people were related and how when people were traveling uh, 200 where – this is millions of years, over a million years ago, they were able to travel 200 miles and different things, hundreds of thousands of years ago, they were trading. And they even in America because you could find the DNA that matched. Like today, when I did my Ancestry.com, I found out that I was about 26 or 28% durable. I was about 24% Nigerian. I was about 11 or 12% Benin and and about 11% Ghanaian And uh, 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 then they had uh, from that Ivory Coast around Senegal and Mali. All this, with certainly a small percentage of Western European, meaning Caucasian blood in me. I, I had so many percentages of that Germanic blood in me, Native American, and this was through the sequencing. Finding out they were matching people that had that I have that carried some of their DNA, and it was even Native Americans, and we know how that come about. Where well, it came about, Germanic, the German, it, <laughs> it talks it talked about the Irish, and, and they talked about the Great Britain that, that they call Western, Northwestern Europe being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all of these things are, are part of my uh, sequence. And, and 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 just looking back over things, uh, I understand where all this came from. Uh, the European part comes from the transatlantic slave trade. The different parts of uh, of Africa, Africa was broke broken down into. To, uh, it, it started in the eighteen, I think, it was eighteen eighty. 1885, uh, uh, around the Berlin Conference, where they divided Africa into colonial places for Europe. And, you know, Nigeria, where Nigeria is, you could call it Benin, you could call it Europe. All that's about the same, uh, was the same area, but they broke it down into different countries. I think it's 54 different countries in Africa. Africa is a continent, not a country. Okay, if we say we come from uh Africa, Africa is a continent with about fifty four different countries within it. In America we it's it, 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 America continent has all fifty all fifty not well not everyone is not in a continent of the United States like Alaska and Hawaii is not in the continental United States. But those, we are, every state is part of the history, you make up the United States. But in Africa, if you say you're from Uganda, uh, you're an independent state. If you say you're from uh, Egypt, you're independent. Morocco, Mali, Benin, Yoruba, Nigeria. You understand what I'm trying to say? If you go into South Africa and uh, Zimbabwe, Rhodesia, and, uh, Angola, Mali, Ghana, all these different different nations in there, but uh, none, none none less to say that we we can tell this uh, just about how this goes, excuse me. We could tell about where we come from, from our bias that take the DNA. And DNA is very prevalent. And I know that white uh, uh, Caucasians don't like to admit that if they ever take a DNA test, they're going to find out that they do have, they they are a mutation of us. Now, uh, but getting to the mutation part, you would take somebody that, has to deal with genetics and that person was called the father of genetics was gregor mendel and gregor mendel uh, just talks about in genetics how uh, we inherit we have our genetic inheritance involved the passing on of discrete units of inheritance of genomes from parent to offspring and so we 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 inherited different genomes from our great grandparents, our mother, fathers, and our grandpa. It's passed down. Some things, the reason why you look, the texture of your hair, the color of your skin, and many other things are passed down through your genes. Now, we know that out of Africa occurred about seventy thousand years. Where this first went to europe to euro Asia or what they call Europe we call the Middle East and uh China and Australia and other places then later on it wasn't but about forty thousand years it went up into uh what we call Europe today and so they when they went up in Europe today, you'll find out that the climate is 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 really different from the climate in Africa you're looking at a continent. That that's right around where the man originally came from. They came from near the equator where it's very, very hot. And if you ever notice that a person could go in the sunlight and they get a suntan, they get dark. Those who live around the equator, and that's why so many African-Americans are dark and some are a little lighter. It's according to where you live, the closer you live around the equator, a whole lot of times more dark, darker you're gonna be, and some people are not as quite as dark, but there are people of melanin. If you would please sometime take a globe that showed the exact location that have your longitude and your latitude. Dealing with latter to me, laying mean like looking at the horizon. Longitude means up and down, but look at the latitude that it's on, and you will find out that Europe is on a latitude with Canada and above. And that means it's very frigid. That means they cannot grow different fruits and vegetables. That's why they're going to all these other countries trying to conquer them because uh, uh, Dr. Hendrik Clark, said that Europe was no more than a thought out ice box. And and when people left out of Africa and went up there where it was cold and everything, they didn't need that, that, that melanin to protect them. Their hair grew long and straight because if you ever notice animal shit hair and get long, thick hair, longer hair go longer when they're in cold weather. The animal coat changes get longer and thicker and straighter in cold weather. Their noses didn't have to be wide because the humidity wasn't as bad. They, and in living in Africa where it's hot, at, your hair, or your texture was that you were getting more D, you you were getting the more vitamin D. And those who live further up don't have the vitamin D. That's why they actually take things. But if you do. And you just look at the geographical location of uh, of Europe, and you notice that they went through what you call a mutation. Now Gregoire Mendel, uh, being the father of genetics and the study in about the genome, he tried to he what he did Mendel had uh, three laws: the law of independent assortment, the law of uh, dominance. And the law of segregation, the people who are dominated in certain areas, the agenda were going to be passed on. Independent assortment I mean, if you sort things that uh, with people are the same, they're going to end up looking the same. If you ever notice, like, the people in China, the people in China, there's about the Chinese, they, they look mostly just like Japanese. Because they go to these different small these continents and they that's the only people that's there and they interbreed with one another and they pass on these discrete genes and they look much alike. And I just say the law of segregation. You know what segregate, integrate mean to come together, segregate mean to stay apart. Long as different ones are apart and that that they're looking at it, they say they're segregated, they're gonna be there. But now, this is something that Gregoire Mendel came up with, and this is something that Caucasians would never tell you. In genetics, they know they came. How do they know they came from you? The top geneticists found out that black or brown skin come from dominant genes, meaning the original genes. Brown eyes came from, it's called dominant, come from the original man. Light skin or, or pale skin, which, uh, which is Caucasian, they're not white because no, they're not You could take a white sheet of paper and see they're not white, but I say flesh color, they don't really have a color. Light skin comes from a recessive gene. Now, if you look up the term what uh, Gregoire Mender used for dark skinned people and, 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 and dark brown eyes, he says dominant gene. The word dominant means superior. And uh, light skin, they come from recessive gene. Blue eyes come from a recessive gene. That's why you don't see that many blue-eyed people in the world today. A uh, very few people have blue eyes because it comes from a recessive gene. Now, recessive means lower. If you say that I was walking in, I was walking across some land. And I came to this recess in there, and there they had water. It said that this little drop-off. And that was a drop-off of uh, uh, because they uh, have recessive genes from us. Now, and we would go further than that. And now, this is things that you can look up, and that will tell you that they came from you. And I want to tell you how I know. Okay, let us take a look at this. The darkest people in the world you can find around the Sudan, but not all the people of the Sudan. There are different villages of people in the Sudan are the darkest people in the world. I mean, they are black. Uh, most of the people in, in America they are uh, brown, dark brown, or karma color, some even look Caucasian. But there are people in the Sudan that's actually black. And uh they carry some very dominant genes that's around the area where people uh originated from now listen at what I'm about to tell you closely you You could take two of those darkest people and 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 make them together and they could come out with a albino child, meaning the child will look white, but you can't take two whites and come out with a black child. see, you could get the recessive from the dominant, but you can't get the dominant from the recessive. You could get two black people could make a, a, a white baby, but you can't get two whites to make a black baby because you could get the recessive from the dominant, but you can't get the dominant from the recessive. That's like Jeff O'Bodine, not from could not he two whites cannot make the original human being because they're not of that original human being. They don't have those fake, you know, features of that human being. So when you look at that, we need to to, to study it. It's in your genetics. And these are the, the ones that I'm quoting, Gregoire, Mendel, if I do Professor Leakley, if I do Don Johansson, all these are Caucasians that, that wrote about these things. There's so much that could be told, you know, about even about education and other things that you've been lied to and even, and even Caucasian books will come back and repeat everything they say, but we are people that do not like to read. Now I want you to to go a little bit further with this to show you just the things that happen and that we're not aware of. There are things that you could go to YouTube and look up called the hidden DNA discovery only found in black African people. And uh, you, when you look at it and you find out this happens, it's called the world DNA strain. And this scientist that came together is the American Association for the Advancement of Science by DNA seriously. And you can look this up, Dr. Edwin Robin wrote about it because these 15 white scientists came together and did a DNA series. Now, I just finished talking about the different sequences, telling what area you came from and what tribes and different things, but the series would deal with intelligence levels of individuals. And these uh, 15 white scientists did a series, broke down the DNA series. And when they broke down the series, see, this is what they call it. See, whites have a different DNA series from from blacks. See, when you measure the DNA, it can be measured and sequenced. And like I told you, it told me that I was from my, my bloodline was you most of it was urabu and the next was ghana and benai and i uh, togo and uh and ghana and these other places that were in there uh and it could only tell you where people have taken a different dna test, but uh, that's your sequence tell you where where all that you might be mixed with but the series uh tell is a measure of intelligence and the sequencing that they did was to measure the intelligence uh, of who would have a greater possibility of being a genius. And now the, the name of it, of this test that they run, is called a Global Patterns of Disequilibrium. Librium. Now, remember, there's 15 white scientists who wrote this, they didn't publish in a book because it did not come out and meet what they were being, they were teaching or had been taught. So they didn't write it, but it is copyrighted. It's under the global patterns of this equilibrium. And what they did, uh, they know we came this year that I not know because I don't believe we came from a chimp family at all. I don't believe that man uh, evolved from an ape. I believe that man was created by God and God alone, and that we did not come from an ape now within this series that 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 they're they're talking about, they tested the DNA series of a orangutan that orangutan had three series, then they went on to test the series, the DNA series of a gorilla, that gorilla had four series. They went even further and test a chimpanzee, which they say is the closest relative to humankind. And that chimpanzee who they say closer to, uh, related to the humans today had five series had more series, was higher than the gorilla or the ringer tank. And then they went and they test the Europeans, the Chinese, you know, whiter, white uh Japan, and all these other continents. And they were above all the animals. They were six series. But they didn't test Africa. I guess they thought that Africa would be along the chimpanzee line of intelligence. Now remember, I told you the higher uh, your, high your your series is, the more intelligent and the more likely are the possibility of you being a genius is. When they tested people from West Africa, and now let me say this: most of the people, the African Americans that parents came, or great grandparents came as slaves, came from West Africa. When they tested them, they showed up with nine series, three series above any Caucasian, any person from uh, Asia, Asian, anything, that you are smarter than any one of those. And, again, it's called the global pattern of disequilibrium. Now, and to prove that 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 is a proven fact that how you are all the suffering and the inhumane treatment that we went through for hundreds and hundreds of years, and even with the systemic racism that's so prevalent and that's innate in the country today, that's built in the fabric of America and the European country and many other places, uh, this innate, this inherited uh, racist prejudice, bigotry, still prevail, and lies still prevail. Now, when you go around and think about different things that's going on today and how you want to relate about how intelligent black folk are, now, you've been told that you're a dummy and you're taught in school from first through 12th grade that you didn't do anything, so you're taught to have low self-esteem. You're taught that you're a dummy. You're taught that... I mean, this is brainwashing right in America when you don't put blacks as being part of anything other than slavery. That's why I don't go back to slavery. I go way back before slavery because America only write what they want you to write because they want you to think that you're less than those. The Bible says, "Soever man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so... With that that seed of of ignorance, that seed that we're dummy have been planted, but there's something they call a curse breaker. When you accept Christ and you start speaking, uh, you start speaking truth to power, things start getting real. Now, if you wanna want me to show you about this global pattern of this equilibrium, these same people that were slaves, beat, rape, lynch, burn. Children sold from under is the ones that are responsible for the, for us that they having fiber optic cable wiring. The same person that we get the global positioning system from the GPS that you have on your phone in your automobile, fiber optic wiring where you have your computers and all this fast five G. So this came from two black. This a black female. I'm, did the fiber optic wire, the GPS system came from a black female. The cell phone came from a black man. Just about everyone have a cell phone. You, you would think that the typewriter, safety glasses, every skyscraper have to have an elevator, the clothes dryer, the air conditioning unit, the almanac, blood plasma bag, lawnmower. Lube cup refrigerator, spark plug stethoscope, thermostat, electric book, and that's just just a few i mean i could I could list even more and more that you're responsible for doing but it was just an example because this is a show it's just an example about what 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 you've done? They never taught you that in um, in Mali, the ancient empire of Mali had maybe the richest person to ever live was Mana Musa. Massa uh, Musa. He had all kind of going during that time. Mali encompassed Benin, Benin, Senegal, Mandate. Ghana and all these things like this here and this was you talking about 2000 BC that was a, a Ghanaian civilization with walls and very very well structured and this is before when people lie and tell you that uh they'll lie and say that that in Africa around Mali and other places wasn't uh wasn't a, a, a what you call a progressive city until the Islamic people came there. This you'll find out the city cities were born many hundreds and almost thousands of years before it was a civilized country, before the Muslim of Islam even came. They had great culture, they had urban areas, meaning they were they were they they, they were well built for thousands of years before Islamic came. Now you're talking about over nine hundred years. Now then, too, and in and, and Mali, you're looking at Timbuktu, and Timbuktu was named after a female, and it was the center of learning. Now the library is said, Curry, St. Curry. It had more books in there than the books that was in Alexander Egypt. Now and 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 in Mali too, there are over books. I'm talking about over seven hundred thousand manuscripts. Some of them written in Arabic. Now, uh, if you look at it and look at the books that were there, it was about meta medicine, a medical different thing, astronomy, history, math, poetry, and just regular letters. And matter of fact, timber too be found in. And Mali, and it was one of the oldest, if not the oldest university. I'm, I'm now listen to what I'm saying. There were not colleges in Europe at this time. They had them in Morocco, and that's Northern Africa, and they had them in, in Mali. And uh, Timbuktu was the center of learning. These things are not taught to white right kids. They tell you about the great institutions of learning that's in Europe. And Europe, now let me explain something to you. The European got their education from Rome and Greek. Now, where did Rome and Greek get their education from? They got their education from Egypt. All you have to do is start reading books by uh, Astralis and Herodias, Tato and Herodias, and you will find out. They wrote about getting learning from Egypt because Egypt was a sophisticated civilization uh you going back nine six seven thousand years ago when in Europe they were just coming out of the stone age so don't. and then, if you go back to the early kings of Egypt, you're talking about Nubians, you're talking about total black people, and they erased them from the history and made them something else. The 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 Kimet, the land of Kim, the land of the blacks, that's what that means. So when when we when we're looking at things, let us look at the truth. We let us think about this. We we, we came from a place of very intelligent people. Only here we have been told and the truth have been distorted. The lies and distortions about African history. But when the truth be told, education and all these things first happened in Africa. Don't, don't you know, as I told you earlier, that they had more books in the library at St. Curry than had that they had in uh the library in Alexander, Egypt who Alexander the Great destroyed the library, and they said they had so much stuff that deal with medicine, surgery, astrology, astronomy, and all these other things, math, sciences. All this stuff was taught in Timbuktu, and they had more manuscripts than anywhere else. And listen like this, the library and the college uh, that they had and Molly had 2,500 students and they only had about a hundred thousand, uh, people that live that, that, that live, uh, in that area at that time, they had a, a, a hundred thousand man army, the whole, the, that's, Oh, I mean, that, that was in, that's around timber too, that had, had about, uh, uh, a, a hundred thousand people, but the whole, uh, Mali had an army of at least 100,000 individuals. So when we when we're looking at things, people are not telling us the truth. We've been lied on on every side. They've made the Bible has been made to be Caucasian and know that there were no Caucasian living in that area at that time. Now listen to me, if you will. We know that out of Africa happened about 70,000 years ago, and that modern humans established themselves in Africa in the smaller population, and they branched out to establish footholds in the west, the east and the west. Asia, they spread it there before they went to the west, and then they went to Europe about 40,000 years ago. And that's when I was telling you about man went through a mutation. And just as we look at COVID, and I always say this, COVID we started off with COVID nineteen, and we went from COVID nineteen to the Delta variant of COVID. Same thing, just a different, just a mutation or variant. And now do we, we go from that to Omicron variant? I think it's another strain that's coming out now. But it's important that we we learn a definition of a word. And, and, you know, it hurts me that sometimes we talk about, uh, we tell our children, and I I was deeply upset in in, in church how, and I was telling my congregation about, I, I don't like to hear them calling black kids nerds. I don't like to call them like something is wrong, like you have to use. Speaking as you are a white person, first of all, what you're married because you're studying books and you're trying to get an education. Education came from Africa, not Europe first. But you've been taught that that you wasn't taught that the education came from there and that you're a very smart people. As long as a person could keep you thinking that you're dumb, you're going to be a dummy. So as a man thinking in his heart, so is he. That's why we're so violent against one another. Now, I want you to understand that these these very same people went through a mutation. This is black to African, went through mutation and became white. Now, mutation by Webster's Dictionary is the change of a structure of a gene resulting in a variant form that may be transmitted to subsequent generation. meaning these people change and turn like albinos and have straightened up and they passed it down the subsequent generation. Now, this is continuing on that definition of a mutation. It says, caused by alteration of a single base unit in DNA or the deletion, assertion, or rearrangement of a larger section of a genome. In essence, a mutation is ultimately the only way in which new variations in a, a species. The only way when there was uh out of Africa when the Africans uh people's first originated in Africa the only the, the thing happened is the only way a mutation is the only way in which a new variation entered the species. The only reason the, the human species started listening looking different was when it went through a mutation by way they live the cold weather and the climate and no sunlight and things, and they became pair. Now, if you also, it's important in, in that we look up the term variant to find out when you're studying genetics or variant. Now, they say a variant is, a, is almost the same form of like a mutation, but this say a, a, a variant, a form of version of something that differs in some respect from the other form of the same thing uh, from a standard. From the original standard, whites are are different. I'm going to say this. If you go and you find a white catrice, that catrice is called albino. If you find a white tiger called albino, a white lion albino. You find a, a, a white, white skunk, it's called albino skunk. But when you find a white human being, they don't want to be called a, because they know that it's a lower form. Sometimes I laugh at different things. They have this elderly white lady named Jane Elliott. She's an anti-racism activist. And she was on television one time, on a television show, and this is what she said. She once said, we wouldn't have to have Black Lives Matter if we didn't have 300 years of black life didn't matter. Now, Dr. uh, Keith Chang, C-H-E-N-G, explains that white people is a mutation of a black African. Now, if it, it, these are not these are not black, what I'm trying to tell you, if these are not black people, right? They they know they they know it, but do you know who you are? And that's what's so sad about it is the fact that we really don't know who we are or who we are. And also uh, by the CRT, the critical race theory, they don't want to teach you that the Olmec people were here in America maybe 1,200 years before Christ during the time they say Moses was in Egypt. They had black people called Olmec who had colossal heads that were then what they call Mesoamerican. Now, you say that's Mexico. But Mexico owned most of America all during that time. All that was part about the Aztecs and all these other Indians that lived in different other parts. And they also have these totem pole with big old wide noses and stuff, things going on. But all that was part of uh, uh, America. Part of it was sold during that uh, uh, part of the land was given to America too uh, by the Louisiana Purchase, but so much Texas and all these other places all the way up to Canada was part of Mexico. So when you hear Mesoamerica, they're talking about before uh, Columbus and others came over and chopped it up in the Spanish American War and and uh you know the war of of of, of the seventeen hundred when America seventeen seventy six when America got the independence from uh the Great Britain. Well the omega calafa heads uh were made of what they call basal or uh, basalt uh boulders and they range from one point seven to three point four meters. And some go back 900 years, uh, the and, and, uh civilization in the ancient Mesoamerica. Some are in Mexico, La Venta, Santa Cruz, Tabasco, Veracruz. And some date back to 1200 B.C., the 400 B.C. before Christ. And there are 17 heads if you see the these statue heads, they have the big old wide nose and the big lips, and you see some of the very same statues in Africa. They also found some beads and trinkets that you could only, in the material that they're made of, you can only find them in Africa. There's so many things that we have a just touch the the touch uh we just barely scraping um the uh land, just just valley scraping the surface. I would like to say we'll scrape the surface of the history of African American because during that time in Africa it was passed on. Now we had writing in Mali, like I said, and Timbuktu and different other places, we had all written things and um uh, the uh, French did a whole lot of damage to the stuff in Mali because during that uh, Berlin Conference, it was given the Berlin Conference, with, it, that was 1884 to 1885, where France ended up with Mali and in, uh, in Ghana and some other, other, other parts of uh, Africa. matter of fact, France ended up with more parts of uh, when they divided it than any other place that it was divided into. So these, these are things that we we need to understand exactly why. And the reason that they're in Africa, and, and I want you to pay close attention to this, because that's why I ask you to find out the latitude that Europe lies on, and you'll find out it's so cold that they can't really grow crops. That's why they were so interested in coming to America, and by farming the southern parts of America, and they did very little farming up north. Notice they did because the climate is not conducive to growing crops. So that's why the people in, 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 in Europe came and they go around and try to conquer places because they don't have, they're just a thought-out box. They don't have room to, 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 to grow food, won't go year-round and things. They got places, even in America, and, and America is not around that e- But if you go down in the southern states like Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, Florida, Texas, and even parts of California, you could grow crops, Arkansas, and some parts of Georgia, but you're getting a little up. You could find you could grow crops here just about year round, and you got a summer and a winter crop that you could grow, even spring crops. So with that being said, that's why things are like they are in uh, Europe, and that's why uh, African-Americans are going through so much they're going through. Now, uh, I'm going to go on and just open up uh, our Q&A now. Uh, Pastor Williams, uh, God bless you. You can open the line up now.
3: God bless you, Pastor. Uh, Thank you for such a powerful show, such wonderful knowledge coming to us. Right, everybody, the lines open eight five eight three five seven nine one three seven. Got questions, for Dr. Kemp? Questions, uh, comments? Anything you have for him? The line is open. Okay, Pastor, turning the mic over to you, sir, so you can take your calls. The line is open. Welcome to the show, History Talk. God bless you. Good evening. You're on the air.
4: Is there anyone that have anything they'd like to share, or uh, just a question that need to be answered? The only dumb question is one not asked. Just time to share.
3: Feel free to Is open there up. Anyone that head. has All right, Pastor, we'll get the mic back to you, sir.
4: Yes, sir. It seems as though we don't have anyone that wanna share tonight or have any questions. Um I'd just like to take the time to Thank each and every one. Say just thank you to those who tuned in uh, tonight to listen at the show and to just take the time to thank uh, Pastor Williams for uh, putting on this uh, because he's truly a, a true man of God. He's a, a, a God of the King, and he loves his people, and he wants his people to know about themselves because uh, we have a lot of false teachings, and we have. And with others, they are not. Uh, they're they're not going to teach you. The same people that enslave you and mistreat you and keep you from getting your civil rights and uh, the rights that God have given us are not going to be the ones to 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 teach you about yourself. We have to do it ourselves. We have to learn to train our children because our children are being trained. Uh, wrong we were trained wrong uh, that we were nothing so it's time that we we begin to pick up our books and study and learn of ourselves so we can do that you know we have a problem in America is that with the American black man is is the fact that can't do anything because he never found out who he is Uh, the society that we live in the culture that we live in that's a better word term to use it's not a our Afrocentric culture that our ancestors came from; therefore, it's, it's not a culture that we are used to. Our music is different. Uh, our worship is different. So, when you when you look from from that 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 venue about our worship and just our culture at hand, and and the thing that we're doing to this very day, that we're going to this very day. Is, is whiter and it is, it's not our own culture. So I, 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 I would admonish each and every one to try to learn, learn it, learn just the important role that you played in, uh, making America what it is to make America, this country that it is and that the America was built on, on, uh, African-American blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, and not allow someone else to lie to you and tell you that the person, uh someone else did it and they did not do anything, but uh, act as savages when, when coming here. But as far as the things that made America great did not come from those. And uh, also <coughs> patriotism, African-Americans and, and maybe Native Americans, <laughs> Have well, fought in every war, but come back home and be second rate citizens. That's patriotism. So many of us have died in World War One, Two, uh, Korea, Vietnam, and, and even going over to the Persian Gulf and, and over there the Iraqi War Af- and the war in Afghanistan. Blacks have lost their lives and still trying to fight for equal rights. And you're looking from 157 going 158 years since slavery ended, and we're still fighting. Uh, so uh, I I just would tell you again, thank you very much for tuning in and uh, continue to tune in. So we need to teach our children, and the church need to go forth and do some teaching too, because that's where the learning came from. The learn to read. Uh, there's a book out called The Place, Sherry Quarters, The Place and the People. And it talks about where Ernest Gaines went to school, sitting in a church house on old wood benches. They used Bible to learn to read. And they had all the they had their paper that was donated to them, and they couldn't go to school. Every, but it talks about that life and how you was held back. And this, and and Mr. Gaines would be uh, about 89 years old if he was living today. So uh, it's a good book to read. It's by Ruth Uh, Lainey. Ruth Lainey is, is the author of the book, if you get opportunity to read it. It tells you about our people coming to how we were on plantation and how Mr. Gaines came from the plantation to become one of the greatest black writers of all time. Uh, it's 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 a good book, so I I admonish you to read it if you can. Uh, God bless you. If I want to see if uh, Pastor William would have like to say something before I, I end with a prayer.
3: God bless you, Pastor Kemp. Uh, thank you for such a powerful show, and thank you so much, sir, for coming on every Tuesday with History Talk, uh bringing true knowledge and uh, real history uh to the people. We pray for increase and growth in uh, people learning about who they are god did say my people perish for the lack of knowledge because we reject the knowledge the knowledge is there everything is is, is, is everywhere so uh take time to study and show yourself approved unto god and dr kim we thank you for all, everything that you bring to us continue to support the ministry uh and get involved uh history talk and break chains god bless you pass back to you sir thank you
4: and god bless each and every one. Heavenly Father, we come in the master's name with Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for this show, Lord. We thank you for each and everyone who tuned in tonight. We pray, Lord, it was something said, something done that drawed us closer to Jesus, but also learned us of the black struggle in America and the, the different scholarly advancements and inventions and things that the world learned from Africa. Lord, we thank you. We know that uh, through anthropology, it says that we are the first human beings to walk the earth, came from Africa and later on went out of Africa. Lord, we know you love us, Lord. You know you know you know we are made in your image and your likeness. And Lord, we just thank you, Lord. And Lord, we ask that you look over this country. We ask that you look over this world, Lord. And bring a little, put a little love in our hearts, Lord. Let us Learn to love one another like you loved us. You gave your life for the sins of the world, not one race, but all races. You, you, you say you're no respect of a person, Lord, and we know you just don't respect white folk and don't respect blacks. It's only in our little, little small, minute mind that these things prevail. Now, Lord, I ask Lord that you uh bless reverend williams that you give him what he stand in need of build him up where he's torn down straighten away we. lord i ask a special blessing on his family lord give them what they stand in need of stand by them throughout thick and thin lord For you say you'll never leave us nor will you forsake us lord now lord we as we prepare to leave this podcast we pray we never leave far from your presence May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ with the love of God and the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit rest rule in the Bible us, henceforth and forevermore. Amen. I love everybody, and there's never nothing you can do about it. Good night.
0: Oh,
2: oh, oh. My, people, my people, I love you. We're a family. We dying we are dying they are lying hey we're we being shot and hearted why you hating me Uh-oh. i'm just trying to be i'm yeah. to be the like and be greatest like grow with one another living happily, living happily. but you hurting me, yeah. you hurting me? why yeah. I yeah. work for me People play for kids.